0: What they do, people? It's your boy Moore Drive. Back at it again, man. Know that sport podcast. Sponsored by Highlight Commodity. Quarantine Edition. I hope everybody out there being safe, taking care of itself, and just staying out the way. I'm here to talk about the NFL schedule that just came out. It's a lot of interesting games. I'm talking about a lot of them. I'm here to talk about a couple of them, see how I feel about them, what's the game, The must, the, my must-see game, and the game that I think is real interesting. And I want to talk about the last dance, the Michael Jordan last dance. But I'm going to start off talking about the NFL schedule first, though. First off, you know the first game of the year is going to be Houston at Kansas City. That's going to be a good game, a real good game. You know, they played each other last year. And Houston jumped up on Kansas City 23 to nothing. Kansas City brought it all the way back. So that should be a real good one. That'll be the kickoff Thursday night. They're going to be a damn good game. Real fireworks going on that one. Then you know the Dallas Cowboys, their first game, the first Sunday night game is Dallas at L.A. Rams. That should be a good one. The first Monday night, the first Monday night game, the first Monday night game, excuse me, is Pittsburgh at New York, Giants. You know, it's two Monday night games, that should be a pretty good one. And the second Monday night game, with Tennessee at Denver, that should be a pretty good one. The first four o'clock game, the, the interesting four o'clock game, is Tampa Bay at New Orleans. They're gonna be real interesting. That's one of the top notch nice games of the week in mean week one. At Tampa Bay at or New Orleans, That's gonna be a real good game. Matter of fact, that game gonna tell me gonna tell you a whole lot about what Tampa Bay got going on. To come out the gate, the vision of the game on the road. A lot of high expectations for the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They game should tell a whole lot about them. You know it's five. It's five. And I take that back. Two, four, six, eight. It's eight teams got five primetime games. And it's two, four, six, seven. Teams got. Four primetime games. I believe the Rams got too many primetime games. The Rams got five primetime games. That's too many. I believe that the, the, they should have. They should have about probably like two or three to the most. Three to the most. They should get a Falcons or Ish-man prime primetime game. I think the Falcons got two. They should get an issue one. Matter of fact, the, Fal- the Falcons primetime game is. Green Bay at Green Bay. That's on a um Sunday night. No, that's on a Monday night. Week four. And week eight, they got a Thursday night game against Carolina. At Carolina. They should have one more primetime game. They should take one away from the Rams. They got too many. I think the Bears got too many too. The Bears got four. Too many primetime games for the Bears. <coughs> <laughs> another interesting week one matchup to me will be Cleveland at Baltimore the reason why I said that'll be another interesting matchup to me, Cleveland at Baltimore because I believe this Baltimore year they should be shaking the peak they should they should be going to the Super Bowl Really, I'm really picking Baltimore to go to the Super Bowl the only thing should hold them back is the injury Last year, Cleveland beat Baltimore in their first matchup. It's a divisional game, so I think that should be a real interesting matchup. Another good interesting matchup I believe going to be in week one is Arizona at San Francisco. Another divisional game, 4 o'clock game. Arizona just got a lot better with DeAndre Hopkins. They played San Francisco real tough last year. So, they played them real tough last year, so I expect that to be a real good game too, off the gate. A real good one. Like I was saying about the Tampa Bay New Orleans, that should be a real good one. That's gonna be, I think, that's gonna be about the game of the week right there. The Tampa Bay New Orleans that'll be the game of the week within the first in week one. That should be game of the week. My must, my must see games, the games that I feel should be. I think I, I I think I got like four must-see games, and one armor is like I just said: San Francisco um. San, San, not San Francisco. I'm sorry, I'm tripping. Tampa Bay, New Orleans, week one. That's a must. That's a, that's a must-see game. Houston at Kansas City, week one. That's a must-see game. I truly believe that um what else it's where, where, more, more oh the Tennessee the Tennessee at Baltimore. I think that's a must see game. The reason why I say the Tennessee at Baltimore must see game, because you know Tennessee put Baltimore at the playoff last year. I gotta see them when they play each other. When Tennessee and Baltimore play each other. They play each other um week eleven. Yeah, they play each other week 11. I think, they, yeah, they play at Baltimore. That's going to be a good game. That's a must win game. I mean, that's a must-see game. Tennessee at Baltimore week 11. I feel like that's a must-see That's a must game. Week 3, Baltimore. What is it? Ba- I think yeah, Baltimore at Kansas City. Now Baltimore at home. Baltimore at home. Baltimore at home against Kansas City. That's in week three. I think that's a must. That's that's a must see game. Don't read them a full must see game and Baltimore part of two on. Baltimore at Tennessee. Let I me mean Tennessee at Baltimore. Week eleven. Kansas City at Baltimore. Week three. That Monday night football. Houston at Kansas City. Week one. Thursday night football at Tampa Bay, at New Orleans, Week One. All them must. I feel like them must see game. All the games must see, but them games right there, I think them are must see games. The way the schedule break, the way the schedule is really breaking down, how I see everybody playing or whatever, and how tight it is. I don't believe no one can slip on non-contender teams. And what I mean by that is let a non-contender mess around and beat you when you're really supposed to beat them. Because if the way this season broke, breaks down and with the talent and everybody so good or whatever, all the team with talent, you mess around and leave, lose to a team that you really supposed to beat, and that can cost you a playoff spot or cost you a first-round bye, or home field advantage. That'll kill you. So the way this season is, I believe like the teams, like your Carolinas, your Devils, your Raiders, your Bears, the Detroit teams like that, your Chargers teams like that. I'm gonna say your Dolphins too, your Dolphins, the Cardinals too. Even though the Cardinals are gonna put in, the card. Yeah, I put the Cardinals in that in that category. Teams like that, you can't afford to let them folk beat you. You mess around and to them when they on your schedule, it will cost you. That's how I feel this NFL season to go by. But I think it's gonna be real interesting. I think this season gonna be real interesting. I can't wait till it go down. I'm I think Baltimore got the easiest schedule. I think Baltimore got the easiest schedule this year. The Cowboys got a 3rd easy schedule, so I believe it should be real interesting. I'm, I'm I'm gonna be paying attention to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Everybody gonna be up on them. How can the city gonna defend their crown? Is the Baltimore ready, is the Baltimore Ravens ready, ready to straighten it? Is the Dallas Cowboys ready to get that shit together? Is Baker Mayfield ready to come on with it, or he still? in his rookie slump, or sophomore slump, slump and life after, new, life after Tom Brady in New England. I can't wait till the NFL season get here. It's going to be going all the way down. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Would the 49 have a Super Bowl hangover? Remember, a lot of questions that got to be answered, and they will be answered this season. Before I, get up, before, I, before I start talking about the, uh, the last days and the Michael Jordan documentary, I want to predict my top ten offenses that I, gonna, that I believe are going to be in the NFL this next season. My top ten offense Offensive teams that are going to be in the NFL this season. They might not be in this order, but I'm going to start from one through, 10, one, one through ten. Number one, I'm going to say Kansas City. Number two, I'm going to say Baltimore. Number three, I'm going to say the New Orleans Saints. Number four, I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys. Number five, I'm going to say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number six, I'm going to say the 49ers. Number seven, I'm going to say the Atlanta Falcons. Number eight, I'm going to say the, the Indianapolis Colts. Number nine, I'm going to say the Cleveland Browns. And number 10, I'm going to say the Green Bay Packers. they are my top 10 offensive teams. 2020. NFL 2020 season. I believe it going to be my, my top 10 offensive team. <coughs> now, the next thing I want to speak on for a hot second is the Michael Jordan last dance. documentary that we're going out. I think they on on, I, I think Sunday will be um episode 7 and 8, I believe. They've been talking about recently that how Michael join you do versus how many his teammates, punk him out. So saying, do do shit to him? Who's do shit that nigga shouldn't even be letting nigga do to him period. Like they say he he get on the airplane if if Harvish Grant had a bad game or was trimming around playing or whatever, he'll tell the student not to feed him. He'll make the student not feed him. Or the late the, the, the fighter, whoever whoever the fight attendant, whatever lady who paid the food out. He'll tell them not to feed Harvard Grant. Ain't no way in the hell I'll go for that, but hey, a nigga do what you let him do. And they said in practice that him and Steve Smith, I mean, Steve Kerr got into it one time before. And Steve Kerr punched him in the chest and he punched Steve Kerr in the face. And they said he got into it a scuffle one before with Will Perdue. When I, when I hear about what was going on, I don't really not, a lot of folks were saying Michael Jordan a bully because of that, and they would downgrade him, talking bad about it. I don't knock Michael Jordan for what he was doing. I'm not the folks who let him do it. And what I mean by that is, Steve Kerr hit him in the chest or whatever because he was frustrated. Nine times out of ten, nobody really didn't remember Mike because they were scared they were going to get kicked out of the team or whatever. But you got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. A person to do what you let 'em do. Steve Kirk got frustrated and punched the man in the chest. Anyone hit out punching the chest, I'll punch his ass in the face. Come on with it. If I get that pissed off, come on with it. Hard regret. He didn't do nothing to the man about this. I ain't heard nothing about him doing nothing to the man about telling the fool not to feed him. Hey, if he gonna go for that, he the biggie duck in the pond. I ain't mad at Michael jump for doing him like that if he going to let him do it. So, when it boiled out to it, I don't fault Mike for what he did to them. I fault the folk for letting them do it. And what I mean by that is they let him get away with it. The folk that he tried, they ain't do nothing about it. And that's how your life goes, period. People going to try you. And if you let them get away with it, hey, they going to do it again. I'm not the person who tried. I'm not the person who go for it. So that was just my take on really that little part of it. That was, that was in. I had been hearing a lot about that about how Michael Jordan was a bully. They were calling him a bully. And it's bullies everywhere. I'm saying it's, it, you, you, you can bully with with strength, you can bully with power, you can bully with money. It, bullies come a dime a dozen. I never knocked the bullet, I'm not the person who fell for the bullet. That's why not. That was just a little thing I want to talk about the, the documentary, man. The Lad Dance. I really liked it. I really liked the documentary. Really good talking about Michael Jordan and how he came up and in the league and how he really going through, going through it ever since he has been in the league with the owners and all that, the owner and all kind of things they were going through. He was he gambling thing, how he gambled and his competitiveness, all that. I, I I really liked the documentary showing. It's showing the mental part about basketball that a lot of players don't have. And back then, in that era, playing basketball, if you didn't have a, if you didn't have it mentally, me, you was a done deal. So, if y'all get a chance, man, make sure y'all check out that documentary, The Last Dance, Michael Jordan. It's real good. It'll catch up on what's going on and the difference between basketball back then and basketball now. Hey man, I just want, I appreciate y'all, man. I just want to come through and have a little little bit about the NFL draft and talk a little talk a little bit about the lad damn Michael Jordan. I appreciate everybody who tuned in and who listened. I appreciate everybody who even know that sports podcast. End of your time. I thank I thank all y'all. I ask y'all I ask y'all to follow me on IG. Know that sports Twitter, know that sports Facebook, know that sports Top group I appreciate everybody Who fucking with me Y'all know they know that sports podcast Sponsored by Highlight Commodity I fuck with folks who fuck with me Same time next week Or the same time Some am in sports Jump out man once again, the more dry. I represent Know That Sport to the footer. Didn't Know That Sport podcast. Appreciate y'all once again. Know that if you don't know nothing else. Shaking it.